So welcome to episode 55, everyone. Today's special guests are Cal and Jack. What's up, boys? How's it going in lockdown? All right. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's good. I know you boys are um, just on a PlayStation pretty much, but this week's episode is a bit different. We'll be covering pretty much the AFL grand final between the Demons and Dogs this weekend. And also just a recap on the AFL season because, um, I mean, it's not the best for North, but Essendon had a pretty good year. So I know Jack will touch on that. Um, and we'll begin with a season recap, like I said. So starting off with North Melbourne, um, are there any standouts or surprise packages um, you want to name, Cal? Um, I'd probably start off with Aaron Hall. Hasn't, haven't seen much of him True. over the past couple of years. And he came out this year and he's, he's been one of our better players this year by far. Yeah, for sure. Especially um, off halfback, him and Jack Z would have formed a formidable partnership. I reckon if we can try and tilt up the ladder next year, those two will be um, really important. And what about like our forward line in terms of like Nick Larkey and I think Callum Coleman-Jones might come next year. What do you reckon? Um. It would be good to have another tall in there, considering Charlie Combin seems can't can't not stay injured. Um, yeah, for sure. yeah, I think it would be good to have another tall forward help out Larky. Yeah, and just quickly on the midfield as well, because I know we've been struggling with our midfield stocks, but how would you evaluate like the likes of Jai Simkin, Taron Thomas, and um, a few others down there um, having standout years? Um, I think they all did pretty well. I think the best out of them was probably Jai Simkin. Everyone expected LDU to be way better than him, and he, he stood out more than me. Um, Karen yeah, Thomas was there, win. but... Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. You better win the best and fairest, or I'll be pretty pissed. Yeah, Karen Thomas was there sometimes, but he's a bit inconsistent at times. Yeah, um, and I hope that um, Kangas can, you know, put on a better season with, like, the draft picks we've been getting and, you know, hopefully the trade period goes well um, with the picks and all that. But in terms of um, the complete opposite, I thought the Essendon Bombers were going to play shit this year because um, they've got a pretty similar list to us. But, Jack, you must be a very happy person, even though they bombed out of the finals just like they do every year. But, um Parish twenty six votes. Um, you know the Zach Merritt list goes on. But how would you rate the season, um, Jack? Um, yeah, I think I was pretty surprised because, like, at the start of the season, we were, like projected uh, bottom four. We were go- almost going through a rebuild, and then like to finish, um, f- uh, you know, to get into finals. Of course, like we lost first round, but I think next year I'm I'm pretty excited because next year I think we can probably win a final. Uh, and yeah, I think I think we could probably do a bit better than uh, this year. Thanks, mate. And besides, like Parish, obviously we all know he's had a big year. But are there any other standouts that um, you love watching from the Dons? I know Nick Hines, one of my favorites. You know, off half back. Yeah, I would say uh, Nick Hines because um, I think we got him for like what pick forty. You know, very cheap, uh, very cheap from um, St Kilda, and uh, yeah. He replaced Adam Saad perfectly, I guess. I think, in my opinion, he's probably even better than Adam Saad in the fact that he can just uh, run off halfback and, yeah, he played really well this season. Yeah, I think Essendon won over that deal because um, Adam Saad, he's been, Cal, you'd agree as well, but he's been lackluster, like, compared to his Essendon days, 100%. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
and touching on like we spoke about Darcy Parish with the 26 votes, but um, moving on to the Brownlow, my prediction was um, I, I had a smoky in Jack Steele that didn't work. Um, <laughs> and most people tipped the bont, but Ollie Wines ended up toppling the Brownlow um, medal. Um, I, like, no one predicted it. He was like outside chance, but um, how would you rate that um, Brownlow medal considering the bont was a, you know, short price favorite there? I, I think it was a decent count. Um, I feel that Bont Bulldogs losing the last couple of games didn't help him. He, um, I was, to be honest, surprised to see Sam Walsh up there, though. He, he was <laughs> very surprised for the round. He won 30 votes, I think. What about you, Jack? Were you tipping an upset or were you like more on the Bont train as well? Yeah, I was on the Bond train, but um, yeah, I really wanted uh, Darcy Parish not to win it, but just like to come close, I guess. Because, you know, I haven't seen like an S midfielder even come close to the Brownlow yet. So it was good to see Darcy Parish come. I think he came equal fifth. So that's pretty good. Yeah, speaking about S10 and Brownlow um, players, I remember when I was a bit younger, one of my favorite players was Joe Watson. Um, unfortunately, his Brownlow was stripped there. <laughs> What what do you what's your opinion on that boys? Like the like would you give the Brownlow medal back to Joe Watson or like are you kind of more so like sitting on the fence there? Uh yeah, I'm just sitting on the fence. Like I don't think you can now like give it back to him. I think if you take it away, you have to kind of stand by that decision. But yeah, I'm kind of on the fence with that. What yeah, about you? I'm, I'm I'm the same. Um, the, you can't really give, take it and give it back. It's a bit pointless taking it away in the first place then. But yeah. Yeah, I, I still feel bad for Joe, but like, imagine some guy called Stephen Danks just walks in, tells everyone to get like the jab or something similar to COVID, but like some other jab, and then, <laughs> you know, shit goes down. But I guess that's life, boys, and we got to move on to... Um, a quick one here. What's your Brownlow tip for next year? I know I'm, I might stick with it here. I reckon Jack Steele's going to win it next year. What about you, you lads? I reckon I reckon Clay Nova. Yeah, um, I reckon uh, Petrarca because I reckon D's, if they don't win it this year, I reckon they're going to win it next year. They're a really strong side. Yeah, it's a good segue. Um, we will touch on that very, very shortly. Um, I know everyone's hype for this grand final will be way better than last year's um pretty dead grand final, as you know, boys. But let's talk about the future now because we are the future, but I don't think we're gonna be heading to the draft more so playing two's footy, which is also all right. But um, what about the draft? Um, I know Cal has been all over it with um some big names such as Dacos, you know Darcy, Horn Francis. Um, who do you reckon the uh Ruse will land, Cal? Uh, I I reckon we get Horn. Yeah, Horn. He, he he. I think Dacos has already committed to Collingwood, and I think um Horn's been compared to Patrick Dangerfield. So really? I'll, I'll happily take, I'll happily take a Dangerfield on our team. Yeah, I think we need a danger field. Um, we don't want too many, you know, big boys. I think we've got enough big boys. So more midfielders, just stack it up like the doggies or something and we'll be premiership contention, what do you reckon, 2023 or something? 
yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. Um, that's really good. And what about that poster behind you, Wayne Carey? When did you get that? Is that new? Uh, no, nah, it's about six years. I've had it for about six years. Yeah, just put it up there. He was oh, a solid. great player, so. Yeah, big Wayne Carey. Um, hopefully we can have a dynasty like that in the mid twenty twenties. Um, and what about you, Jack? Like, I know the Dons are. I don't know if they're rebuilding or not, but do you see them like tilting similar to the Bulldogs in twenty sixteen with that kind of young crop? Um. Yeah. Well, obviously in the draft, I think we have like pick eleven. So, I think if we get a like decent play around that, that can um help out our list. I think. Yeah, we can go into like the finals with a really young squad, just like the 2016 Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon the Dons next year, one of my smokies, I reckon they can do some damage. Um, I'm sure Kel's the same. Imagine the Dons do some like miraculous um stuff to turn around, but we'll have to wait and see until they, you know, break that finals route, hopefully soon. Um and also with the trade period, I know um, shit's been going down. I think this year's trade period is already um, up and running with like, you know, the likes of um, other clubs such as like Dawson um, from Sydney, Chera from Fremantle, other big ones you've heard, boys. But what about um, starting off with Calgan, Ruse already, Robbie Tarrant requesting a trade to Richmond, and I reckon it will be a swap deal with um, Callum Coleman-Jones. Um what are your thoughts on that and any other Smokies you reckon will come to us? Um, I'm not too sure about the Smokies, but I reckon we got <laughs> the good end of the deal, getting rid of Tarrant. Um, he's not got too much longer left in his career. How old is he, like 35? Uh, I think he's 33. 32, yeah. In, yeah. So I feel like if we're going to do a rebuild and get a good young team, I feel like he's got to go. Yeah, he has to. Like, we've got Mackay and... Um, some ready-made defenders down there. So it'll be good to see um, some new talent, you know, taking up the reins instead of old dogs clogging up the list. Um, list cloggers, <laughs> you know. Um, and also with the Bombers, Jack, Luke Dunstan has been delisted from St Kilda. I'm not sure if you um, have tracked him, but he polled 12 votes in a Brownlow. Um, had a decent year and he's had like um, some falling out with St Kilda. So... Do you reckon he's a big chance of getting to the Bombers um, in terms of the midfield, adding that like Darcy Parrish and Zach Merritt thing, um, just enhancing that? Yeah, well, I think he said um, in a statement like he, um, he wants to go to Essendon, which is good because I think this trade period, I think we needed to like, um, you know, get, get a few backup midfielders, someone that can help uh, lift the load with like Darcy Parrish, Zach Merritt and Shield, I think. Yeah, we needed that midfielder in the trade period, and I think we got him with Dunstan. Yeah, Dunstan, I'm telling you, he's a very good player. I don't know why St Kilda um, would do that. But um, let, let's say this. Aside from all the salary caps, boys, um, we'll start with you, Jack. If um, you, you've got, like, plenty of money to splash, what's one player you want um, to head to the Dons? Oh, I definitely want a... Uh... I definitely want like Bond. I think Bond just in the midfield, may just crash in the pack, helping with Darcy Parish or just be it. It's a premiership team. You know, I just I think Bond in an Essendon team is just instant premiership. Oh, 
Yeah, that'd be amazing. That I can't imagine that, but like imagine how many goals you like extra goals you get from the midfield because that's like critical. You can see from like Melbourne, um, and the dogs with like Pachaco kicking multiple goals, and then you've got the Bont doing the same. So, um, what about you, Cal? Maybe grab a few Melbourne players. <laughs> uh, I'd I'd be happy to take Ben Brown back. Oh. Um, but um, if yeah, Ben Brown or Pachaka, I feel like Pachaka is a like team player, and yes, be good to have him. Yeah, Pachaka, oh, that's just just a top of a crop, you know. I don't know how he um he's not getting more Brownlow votes, but that's another um chat for another day. But um, you boys have heard more trade rumors than me, I suppose. Have you got any other um trade rumors I haven't heard of besides like Dawson, Chera, and the big names? Um, maybe your shoulder sons. What was that? Sorry? Yeah. Um, maybe your child. Um, oh yeah, true. Yeah, that's a big one. They could do some damage down there. I'm not sure um where he's gonna play, but yeah, that's gonna be a massive one for them. Um, so we know this is a grand final episode, and we we're all touching it right now, kind of. Um, we'll move into the swing of things. So, as you um both know, we love music on a potty. So, um, there's always a good musical spectacle. What's the song that you listen to come grand final day? Um, I know mine's up there, Kazali. Every year, Mike Brady used to, you know, play it on the guitar. What about you, lads? Similar songs. Um. Uh, one day in September. That one's a good yeah. one. What's the one? What about you, Jack? Yeah, I reckon up there, Kazali, just uh incredible song, especially on Grand Final Day. Yeah, I guarantee you, MCG. Oh, it's just amazing. Um, hopefully we can see that next year. But another um kind of all right song is Holy Grail. I'm not sure if you boys have heard it, but Ev- AFL Evolution back in the day. That song they used to play it on the <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Nah, it's just good, man. These grand final songs, because you always know, like, um, come grand final day, it's just going to be these songs that you remember most fondly leading up to the event, even though, like, our teams aren't playing, obviously. Um, and straight away, the big match. Um, let's get straight into it. So the Dogs-Demons preview. Um, tell me, like, in terms of the grand finals you've watched over the years, um, I know we're still pretty young, but what's the main one you remember? I know mine was a doggies 2016. I was lucky enough to be there, but um, what are yours? Some of your favorite um, grand final moments? Um, well, it has to be dumb shade from the boundary to flash Collingwood. That was oh, true. We hate the Collie Wobbles. Dumb shade from the boundary. Gators moment in the past 20 years, I reckon. What about that? Yeah, 100%. What about you, Jack? Yeah, I would definitely say Collingwood versus West Coast. I think it's like the best grand final I've watched like in my lifetime by far. And I, I don't really like Collingwood, so it was just like, so good to see uh, Collingwood lose. <laughs> well, what about that passage, Joe? We kind of have to give him a fair bit of credit there. Like you go from McGovern with a mark, I think, and then you go like center wing, Liam Ryan takes another mark. It was just like a straightforward transition, you know, like, who could script that? Like, no one could, literally. It, it was like almost a fairy tale, just watching it all 
just happened like that. It was. Yeah, it was just spectacular. And hopefully this grand final will be similar in terms of like scoreline. We want it to be close. You know, we don't want a blowout like all the previous years um, gone by. Um, and starting with the dogs, like what are your thoughts on their chances um, coming off a thumping win, win against the Powers? Um, do you think they're a contention here, starting off with Jack? Um, yeah, I think Melbourne's probably the better team. Like, you know, for the whole for the like the whole season, you know, Melbourne just being unstoppable. But yeah, I think Bulldogs. They're at the at the end of the year. They did really have like what three game losing streak. They kind of everyone thought they might lose to Essendon, and then they just came back. And I think yeah, it's going to be a close game because we've seen like in the finals, Bulldogs have been a really dominant side. Yeah, for sure. What about yourself, girl? Um, I reckon they, they have a good chance. I think the thing they need to come over is Max Gorn, Pachaka and Oliver. Those three in the mm. midfield, I reckon, even though with the Bont and Shaw, the Max Gorn's the best Rockman in the league at the moment. And if they can't try to battle that, I reckon they'll have problems. I reckon it's all about the role players um, from the doggies. Like, I know... You know, Shaq, you limited Aaliyah the other week. I'm sure you boys have seen. Um, I think Dunkley's playing like kind of a tagging role in the forward line, um, drifting off. Um, you could probably limit um, who's off half back maybe from the Ds, but if they've got a fair few, you could do some damage yeah. there. Salem? Christian yeah, Salem. like Salem or something. Limit his um, input off half back because the Demons have got a solid defense. Um, and do you reckon? Shaq, he has the possibilities of um, taking out May or Lever. Imagine that like scenario. Is that possible? I feel like he doesn't have the height. I feel like May and Lever are quite tall. And yeah. he won't, like, in the air, he won't be able to contend with them, especially considering even against the best forwards, those who have stood pretty tall and taken good inset marks. Yeah, and we have to get your tips now, boys. Um, mine's gonna be the demons by three goals. What about you, boys? Uh D's by fifteen points. Yeah, I reckon the uh, D's by eight. All right, we're all on the demons train. So hopefully, if I do break for drought, because I feel like it's kind of like a bulldog story, except they're on top all year. So. Every year there's a different script. They do deserve it, been the best team for the whole year. Um, and touching on the final series, um, what are some key moments from the final series you remember really well? Because I know, I remember, I think the first um, few weeks maybe, would have been the Giants v Sydney match where Buddy marked it. He had a big chance of kicking it from like 60 to, you know, um, get the swans through but obviously that didn't eventuate um what about yourself cal what was your main one um i'd probably have to say the same i remember watching it going gws have it easy and then sydney were on the charge and kicked seven points or something like that in the last quarter mm. and that just, they just threw it so badly yeah that was probably one of the biggest chokes i've ever seen because how had he kicked seven behinds? I remember some guy had like a free kick from about what twenty out directly in front. Like, yeah, yeah, just and 
on top of that, Toby Green getting the suspension. Yeah, just quickly, right. what are your thoughts on Toby Green? This guy's like off his head. Like, what goes in that person's like mind? You know, I, I couldn't tell you. He's he's a bit like if he didn't get suspended every couple of weeks, he'd be one of the best in the league, I reckon. But he's too hot headed and not yeah. that bright. It seems. I don't reckon he deserves a captaincy for the Giants, but. That's enough said on them. Um, what about yourself, Jack? I know you, you did watch the Dons, but surely there were better moments than that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was, uh, look, I have to say, Essendon versus Bulldogs. It was after after I saw it was halftime. I think we were down by three points. I was a bit happy. And then we got smashed. And from that, from that day on, I... I don't think I could ever watch footy again. It was just heartbreaking because I, I actually thought I, I thought Essendon could actually win and we got smoked in the uh, third and fourth quarter. So, yeah, I didn't really watch too, too much finals footy after that. Yeah, and just quickly, like, being an Essendon supporter, like, does it play in your mind that every year, um, you know how you lose first week, like, let's say next year you make the elimination final again, is that going to keep ringing for like 5,000 days since you last won and all that? Yeah, well, I remember um, going on Instagram like the day before, like uh, Essendon versus Bulldogs, and it was all, can Essendon, uh, you know, beat the streak? Can they finally, finally, will they? Will their day come? And then uh, and then we lost. So I think, yeah, it does play in our head. It does play in like, especially from like a supporter's, view that like it does play in my head that we haven't I've never witnessed Essendon win a final so yeah I can assure you I've witnessed a few North Melbourne finals but it is heartbreaking we have to touch on this Cal but the prelims like does that play on your mind as well like I remember I was shattered I think I was crying but like oh it was, was so tough I was, those prelims. I was definitely in tears I remember the week before I'm not I can't remember who we best the week before, but I remember we got through and I was like, we might have a chance here. Like we could we could win a granny here. And to go down the prelim, it was it was um heartbreaking. Yeah, it's tough. And um speaking of heartbreaking stories, I know um you boys know Magic Thor and the story he had like a few years, it was obviously pretty tough, but he's come um, off it and he's done like some really good stuff. Obviously, he's in the grand final squad, like he's not playing, but he's playing for the D's. Um, that's pretty good for him. But I, I got to recommend this um, this book, you know, Magic Door's autobiography. Cal, have you have you had a read or you should get on it? Uh, nah, I was thinking of getting it, but we've been stuck in lockdown and it's been a bit tough to get stuff, so. But I'm yeah, definitely sure. thinking of reading because no, I saw it. Really on the, I saw it on the TV and I was like, "That'd be a, that'd be a good book." Um, because it doesn't just touch on like obviously the incident that happened a few years ago, but I didn't know this. But he grew up in Egypt. Um, and like because he moved to Egypt. Um, to try and move to Australia, but um, there were incidences where like um he had to work there when he was like at the age of nine, and I didn't realize that. Like half of his like pinky finger, um, like was completely got chopped off from like one of the sewing machines. So, found that like 
quite interesting. I, I didn't know that until I like literally read the book. Um, so good read, guys. And um, you know, Mikey Vatigo during lockdown if was want to try a book. So yeah. Um, and there's another topic. Um, I know Cal's got a topic he wants to share. So um, Cal, I'll give it to you. So what are the chances of North making the finals next year? Like, can you give us a bit of like a your overview on things? This this might sound a bit naive, but I'm actually very confident we have a decent chance of making the top eight. I feel like this year, towards the end of the year, we went from one of, they were saying, the worst AFL team ever at the start to the end. They're saying being the best LARPs team place team ever. And I reckon if we can keep that role and keep improving, I reckon we have a solid chance of making top eight. Yeah, honestly, can't wait. I reckon, was it last year that Sydney Swans finished like 15 for something? Maybe? Yeah. Think I about it this way. Yeah. yeah. Like they've finished 15 for now. They've finished what? Fifth on a the ladder. They could have like, um, or six, they could have done some damage if they, I think if they beat St Kilda, they would have finished top four. So like, it just goes to yeah. say we, we could do similar stuff. I'm also very confident because last time we came last, which was a long time ago. When we were 1965? Yeah, uh, in a couple years later, we made the grand final. We lost, but then a couple years after that, we won our first AFL, our first grand final. So I'm, I, I reckon easy finals. Well, not easy, but it'll be a <laughs> exciting, exciting year to watch for the Kangaroos. Oh, but we could draw inspiration from the Dons as well. I know Jack, I remember earlier this year, we were tipping the Dons um, coming like 17 or something. I remember Jack saying that in loose cloggers, but um, they, they just, you know, off, like, flipped the script completely and touching on Essen and Jack, like, I know you wanted to talk in the finals period, but like, how would you evaluate the season as a whole? Because... um. Obviously, no one predicted it, and like there were so many standouts. So, give us your thoughts on that. And moving on next year, what's your ladder tip for Essendon? Yeah, so um, obviously with the new coach, I like ever. I think a lot of uh, Essendon supporters were thinking, you know, bottom four. But I think uh, Rudden, Essendon's coach, I think he did a really good job with putting Darcy Parrish in the midfield. Um, as an on-baller, and then his drafts, um, his draftees like uh, Cox, um, Perkins, and Jones, who we um, who made his debut this year, those three plays were, I think, excellent um, this year. So I think they helped us a lot, um, you know, going from a bottom four team to, you know, uh, finals. So I think uh, next year, I think next year we can definitely push to top four top four and uh, yeah I think we can maybe win the flag win the flag all right we've heard it first from Jack um so Cal's tipped us finishing top eight and um Jack's tipping the Don's winning the flag so some big calls but I remember a few weeks ago um I had Ben Ludbrook on and he tipped Alistair Clarkson to coach um I think Collingwood but that obviously didn't eventuate so <laughs> we'll see how your prediction uh goes lads um and aside from the footy, we know we touched on the grand final and um, basically a you know overview of the 2021 AFL season. But um, obviously, when lockdown will be for some time again. But what have you boys been playing on PlayStation? Starting off with Cal. Um, I'm playing a bit of Madden 
um, GDA and MBA. That's about it. Not bad. How's your my career going? Is your player over 80? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's at about 83. I had a 93 rated player and accidentally deleted him. What? Because I, I was making new builds and I was going through deleting the useless ones and wasn't paying attention and accidentally yeah. deleted my 93 rated player. That's so I'm starting starting the build up for my, for my new point guard. <laughs> Did you spend any VC um, on that 93 rated? Like um, in terms of like um, not the um, like what am I saying? Not not the coins from um, matches you played, but like did you spend any cash on the build or? Oh, uh, no. Nah, I didn't, I don't have any money to spend on it. No, so you just grind it, yeah. Playing, playing, uh, yeah. I reckon I went on about a three-week grind to get it to, yeah. 93. Damn. Well, hopefully you get your point card back up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what about you, Jack? I know you, you're a big FIFA um, player, but is, aside from FIFA, any other games you've been playing? Um, yeah, I've been playing a bit of uh, Rocket League, but I think it's on Thursday. FIFA 22 comes out. I pre-ordered oh, it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got EA Play. So yeah, I, th- I might I might have to be grinding yeah, FIFA twenty two. Thought it came out October first. Was that like a pre order? Um yeah, well I did like I got it early because I think I did EA Play and then I also pre ordered the Ultimate Edition. Oh all right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, I can assure you, I'm making that comeback to FIFA twenty two because there's literally nothing else to do. So next week I'll be back, <laughs> back in business. Right. Um. And yeah, aside from that, boys, are we going to be playing Rocket League tonight or giving that a go, maybe? Yeah, I'm down. I need to get dinner first, but then I can play after dinner. Yeah, easy, mate. Jack, are you going to join us? Do some free on free or something? <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's go. <laughs> easy. I'll see you on in a, a few minutes. Um, I've got no mic, unfortunately, so I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe... You boys, I know Jack has house party here, but is there any other ways we can contact? Probably got a few lined up, but um, we'll sort that out. Don't worry. But um, lastly, let's say um, how we're going to finish is next year, obviously 2022. We've all got the jab, um, you know, all the construction workers are going to stop protesting, hopefully. <laughs> Um, we're out of lockdown, you know, ideal world. Um, will you be there to witness Buddy's 1,000th goal? I mean, it depends where it is. If it's not in True. Melbourne, then probably not. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Whatever you, Jack. I know you love Buddy, so got to go, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I reckon, uh, I reckon he's 1,000th goal. I reckon we all need to go, go down. Watch his watch again. Yeah, for sure. Might have to get like a Jez and Friends live. Um, you know, like I think hopefully next year we can run onto the ground and get a live snippet of that. That'll go like insane. So hopefully um that'll eventuate. So I guess Cal and Jack, as always, it's been a pleasure chatting. You you two are pretty similar in terms of like gaming, you know, your footy IQ, and I reckon you two would be into journalism down the road or statistics, you know, Cal. But um, 
you know, let's catch up on PlayStation, um, play a bit, and we'll see you on the other side.